Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live. 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! Great day, everyone. This is Dolores Williams, and I want to personally invite you to Divine Connections Magazine 11th Anniversary Expo, Saturday, September 11th, at Beyond Measure Ministries, 904 East Main Street, in Hall River, North Carolina, from 12 to 5. Gospel group, praise dance, vendors, fashion show, mine, food trucks will be there, and our special guest will be featured, Titus Little Blair and the fantastic volunteers from Detroit, Michigan. Get your ticket now. Only $12, DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, Conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Waste of Life with author Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with your truly the psalmist voice by appointment only. Saturdays, is Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in and all of our podcast social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go!
You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of War. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio. Victory over the weights of life with author and speaker Diane Lipring. Amen, 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 amen. Hello, everybody. How are you? How are you? How are you doing? It is such an honor to again this evening. I want to say a very, very huge, big, great thank you for being with me this evening once again. I am yours truly, author and speaker, Diane Lubrant, and you are listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life right here on the TPV Radio Network. So I want to thank you. So please go ahead and share that out. Don't forget, if you are not following us, please go to TPV Radio Network, follow us there, and then scroll down, look for the yellow, the lady in the yellow suit. Go ahead, give me a follow and a thumbs up, and I would appreciate that very much. Also, I don't want you to forget, I have a brand new book out called What If? Living with the Regrets of Yesterday. We all got them, y'all. We all got them. Okay? Living with Regrets. We all got them. So go ahead, swing by there. And follow me on Facebook and on Instagram, Diane Libra, and I'd be so happy to have you following me and connecting with me. All right, praise God. Before we get started, there's so much going on in our world today. Let's go ahead in prayer, and then we can talk about a few things. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we give you all of the praise, all of the accolades, all of the glory, God, that belongs to you and you alone. Father God, there is absolutely nobody like you. You alone are God and you alone deserve to be praised. We magnify you and we thank you. Father, we come and we pray. Lord, we ask that you search our hearts and know our thoughts. And, Father, if there be any wicked way in us, Father, would you eliminate God out of us? Father, we're asking you today that you search our hearts. Lord, if there be any sin, any unrepented sin, Lord, if we've caused someone to fall, if we've caused someone to stumble onto sin, Lord, we come in a repentant spirit, God, in humility, and we ask for your forgiveness. Father, we lift up right now this show before you. And, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that it will reach exactly who needs to hear this show today. Father, we pray right now that you open the ears of the people, but more importantly, God, open their hearts so that your word, your seed can get in there. So, God, because we know if you plant the seed, we know, God, that you're going to get the glory, God. They're going to bring forth fruit. We thank you, God, for this TPV radio station. We thank you for the TPV family. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you keep us in a place, God, where we don't compromise. Keep us in a place, God, where our main focus is always you. 
teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, not looking for money or accolades or anything, God, but preaching the gospel, doing exactly what you said, Lord, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. So, Father, as we do that, let us do that with boldness and let us do that with clarity and let us do that with the love of Jesus Christ in our heart. I thank you for the man and for the first lady, oh God, of the TPV radio family. Lord, I pray that you bless them. God, cover them under the blood. God, keep them. God, protect them. Lord, I pray Psalms 91 over them right now. Father, wrap your loving arms around them. Father, let them know they are only doing what they can do because of you. And God, they know it, God, because they know it is in you they move, they live, they breathe, and they have their being. So, Lord, bless them a thousandfold. Watch over them and cover them under the blood of Jesus. And Father, we pray right now for anyone who's listening, any sickness or any disease in the body, we come against it and we plead the blood of Jesus. And we pray and we are standing on Isaiah 53, verse 5. And God, we know and we understand that by your stripes we were healed. We stand on on 2 Peter 2, 24, that it is already done. And we thank you for doing it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Praise ye the Lord, everybody. Again, I thank you. I am yours truly, author and speaker, Diane Lubrin. Please go ahead and share whatever, wherever you are listening, if you can. Uh, I want to say a huge, big, fantastic welcome to wherever you are. If you are in any part of Africa, in Nigeria, in Ghana, if you're on the Ivory Coast, or you're in Australia, you're on the lockdown. Don't forget, you might be on a lockdown. But what I need you to remember right now, God have you locked in. Don't don't think because they have you on lockdown that God has forgotten about you. Sometimes God has to arrest us so he can get our attention. So use this time to give God praise and glory and draw even nearer to him. So to the United States of America, to the people of the Caribbean islands, to the people of Canada, Europe, wherever you are listening to this show, I want to say thank you. Thank you so very much. I want you guys to keep the island of Haiti in prayer. If you did not know, they had another earthquake. And I think my sister told me a little while ago, the the, the last count she heard was there were over 2,000 deaths already. So the island of Haiti needs prayer. The island of Barbados needs prayer. The island of St. Vincent, the entire Caribbean island needs your prayer, because here is what some people may not know. The Caribbean islands were slave islands. When the slave masters brought them there, they were never to be found or never to be heard. That's why they were originally called the Caribbean. Not the Caribbean, but the Caribbean. I mean, we're taking y'all so far, ain't nobody going to find y'all. <laughs> That's what that meant. And while the slaves were on the island, the slaves were praying. And God blessed them, and God brought them freedom. But just like the children of Israel, what did they do? They turned over to witchcraft. They turned over to Balaam. They turned over to Jezebel, and they started putting their hands in things that was not conducive to the Spirit of God. And let me tell you something. When God gets mad, he will shake the whole island. 
okay? He will shake the whole island. He will water down the entire state. And I really believe that the Lord is speaking to us. And I really believe we are living in the last days. So you guys, it is not time to lollygag. It is not time to straddle the fence. It is not time to say, oh, I got tomorrow, because tomorrow just might be too late. The Bible tells us that in the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Amen. So let's continue praying for these islands. Let's continue praying for America. America has lost her mind. America has become a god unto herself america feels like she no longer needs king jesus but those of us who know better let us continue to stand in agreement and pray for america that the blood of jesus walks through our streets and may there be a revival in america like never before amen because america needs to be revived the pastors of some of these churches need to be revived some of them need to be rebaptized, reconfigurated readjusted all the reads you can read some pastors just need it amen because let me tell you there's some 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 crazy wild goofy stuff going out there that they're trying to pass as the word of god and it's not the word of god so you guys let's pray i'm not trying to scare you but if you pay attention the proverbial writing on the wall is happening right before our faces I'm not telling you Jesus is going to come right now or he's going to come tomorrow. I don't know. All I know is what he said to be prepared. Stay up. Be vigilant. He said if you know the thief was coming, you would stay up. And when he tried to break in your house, you would break him. So he said as you will wait up for that thief in preparation, so do it as though he himself is coming as a thief in the night. No one knows the time, the day, the date or the hour. So all we can do is be prepared and stay prepared. Amen. Again, I want to thank you for being here. Y'all, I'm going to tell you, I am in two hearts to to speak. I spoke with Pastor Chris about it, and I am in two hearts to to speak on that because I want to speak on something else. But let me just say this. Hopefully, everybody who's listening to the show is grown. Hopefully, everybody listening to the show has a mind of their own. We all heard of the pandemic, the pandemic, the whatever, the jabs, the whatever, this, that, whatever names they have going on right now. We all know, we all who are here, we were here last year and we're here today, so we all know what's going on. There are some people... Again, like I said, I had to talk to Pastor Chris about this because it, it, it just robbed me the wrong way. It robbed and rubbed me the wrong way. I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. If, if you want to do whatever you need to do to make sure you and your household is healthy, I want you to do that. If you think staying home will keep you healthy, you have that right. If you think bathing in bleach will keep you healthy, that's your choice. If you think taking the shot is good for you, that's your choice. If you think it's not.
for you, that is your choice. One thing I want to say, whatever my choice is, it's nobody's business but me and the Lord. And like Pastor Chris said to me, Sister Diana, what did God say to you? Because God will say one thing to me and he will say something to somebody else. And one thing I do not do, I never bow down to Jezebel. I did it once because I didn't know who she was and her power. But once I came to know who Jezebel was, I no longer bow down to her manipulation, to her control, and especially to her fear. Do not run around and tell people these stories. Or if you don't take the shot, you're going to die. I know people your age. I know bishops. I know pastors who didn't take it, who didn't take it, and they die. Don't put fear in people because Second Timothy 1, 7 tells us God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. If you decide that's your choice, do not impose it on the others. If you don't decide to take it, that's your choice. Do not impose your thoughts and your views as though it's law. Okay? Because for me to tell somebody what I decide to do, and then for you to come and tell me, oh, you must be one of them Fox News listeners. You out of pocket out of pocket, okay, you will never, my mother always used to, say, used to tell me I was stubborn, and sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you have to hold fast to your belief, it doesn't matter what others believe, you have to hold fast to your belief, hold fast to your truth, there are some people who will tell you, man, I will never eat meat. You cannot tell these people because they don't eat meat, they're wrong. And the people who say, man, I love me a steak and a nice potato, you cannot say to that person they're wrong. Let people live the life that God gave them to live. And we who are leaders, we who say we love God, we who say we are following in the footsteps of the Lord, we understand we're nobody's God. We belong to God, but nobody belongs to us. The very children that we have is not ours. They are gifts from God. So how dear people try to make other people feel bad on whatever their beliefs are, whether it be with religion, whether it be with health, whether it be with finances, and whether it be with whatever is going on in, in the world right now. Nobody has the right to tell you how many miles you should run or what you should do here and what you should do there and what you should do there. You do what you do for you. So I have to, I have to get that out on, on my chest because I know there are other people who feel the same way because I have other people who tell me other people is, is forcing them not to do and forcing them to do it and all this stuff and people threatening people and Oh, you're going to take it? Well, I ain't going to be around you. Or you're not going to take it? Well, you, you know what I'm saying? Where is our faith? Where is our trust in God? Where is our hope? You know what I'm saying? Whatever we do, the Bible tells us, do it unto the Lord. So if you take it, you do it unto God. And if you don't take it, you still do it 
unto God. Remember, one day we all have to stand before God for the things that we did, not for anybody else. We have to stand before God, whether it is at the white throne judgment or whether it's going to be at the judgment seat of Christ. If we're going to be somewhere, if we who are saved and are in heaven with the Lord, the Bible tells us there's a book. And what we do is gonna be is gonna be tried by fire. If we did it was for the Lord, it's gonna stand. If it wasn't for the Lord, it's gonna burn. So we don't have no place, y'all, to to to, to mandate people to do what they don't want to do, go where they don't want to go, say what they don't want to say, live how they don't want to live. God gave us freedom. If you wanna wear all white every day, that's your business. Wear all white. If you wanna wear all black. In the summer, you're going to be really hot. But that's your choice. You want to wear all blue, all pink, all green. That is your choice. So whatever your heart says, don't let anybody break your heart. Whatever your heart tells you, whatever you believe that God tells you to do, that's what you do. Let us not operate in fear. Let us not tell people that if you don't do this, you know, coming from a, 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 an abusive relationship, that's the number one thing a narcissist will do. They always want to lead by fear. They are, And when I see someone in the pulpit and you want to lead by fear, you push me back. I can't hang because I don't want to live a fearful life. I remember when I live a life of fear. And it, it would paralyze me. Can't do nothing because you just felt like you couldn't do nothing, couldn't go nowhere. One of the things my ex-husband uh, uh, did to me that, that just put fear in me. And for whatever reason, it was okay for me to get in my car and go to work. But to go anywhere else, that fear would just paralyze me. We were coming home one day, and I was driving. And we were going uh, over an overpass. And the overpass had a little curve. So I'm just going, driving like I do every day. And then they say, you keep going like that. One of these days, you're going to fly over the overpass. Oh, my gosh. That is the most fearful thought, fearful idea, fearful vision, fearful image that could have ever been planted in my head. Uh, every day I would go around that curve because I had no choice. At least I, 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 I thought I didn't because I didn't know there was another back way. It took a little longer, but there was another back road. So every day I'd go to work, Monday through Friday, I'd go to work. I'm coming around that curve. I'm scared. I'm scared. And that was his way. That was his technique of letting me be home, stay home, so I don't I don't go over that overpass while he went out there and was doing what he was doing. Let me tell you something. The devil will keep you in a place of fear, but you cannot let him do that. He may tell you you are in a relationship and this is the best relationship you ever had. And if you leave that relationship, nobody else will ever want you because look at you Look at your size, your educational background. Look how you look. Look at that nose. Look how you, everything. Nobody understands what you say. You have no education. And the devil will do anything to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. And I'm saying to you today, don't let the devil come to you. I don't care what outfit he comes in, whether he come in through the news, whether it comes through the pulpit, whether it comes through the school, whether it comes from wherever it comes from. If it is fear-based, 
is not of God. Our God does not deal with fear. In the book of John chapter 8, it tells us whoever God sets free, uh-oh, is free indeed. If the Bible tells us that, that we're, we're no longer slaves, we are free. And if we keep living a life that, that is in fear, we're missing out on the life that God died. He allowed his son to die that we may have. So I said to you today, let us not live in fear. I said to you today, if you do not know the word of God, I said to you today, learn the word of God and see what he say about fear. Even the world tells you don't be afraid. You have nothing to fear but what? Fear itself. What is fear? False evidence appearing real. Oh, baby, we know all of, all of that. But when the Bible tells us faith without works is dead and we're looking at stuff and we're like, oh, I'm scared. The absence of faith is what fear is. So if we don't have faith, guess what we have? We have fear. With, with, with faith, a mountain move with our faith. With fear, you're going to bring that mountain down on you. What did Job say when the devil came at him? Job said, the thing that I feared the most has come upon me. How do we know that he was he was fearful? That tells me Job had been thinking of this stuff. What if? What if? What if? Which is why my book is named What If? Because we don't know. And like sometimes you get on your phone or, and, and it's just buffering the little thing that's going around. What if? What if? What if? What it, it's just going around. We don't know anything, but fear will not say, okay, well, turn it off and start over. Fear will not say, well, move from where you are, go to another side, and see if you have a better reception there. Fear will just say, stay there. Stay there, cover your head. Stay there, stick your fingers in your ears. Stay there, close your eyes. Fear will keep us place where we can't do anything and, and live in a life of fear, you guys, we're not going to accomplish the things that God has called us to do. So we have got to stay or do our best to stay out of fear. How do we stay out of fear? We stay out of fear in the Word. We, whatever you are going through, whatever it may be. I remember growing up, I heard somebody say, the Bible have an answer to every problem. And I was like, yeah, right. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you think you know everything, and the answer that you give, you know, the Bible just don't know it like you know it. The Bible is just not as smart as you are at a whole 14 or 15, sometimes even 12. You've already been around the world to face Mars and everything, and you just know everything. And I was like, how can the Bible have an answer to, to all our problems? And now I realize that that is true. Whatever your issue is. Whatever your problem is, there is a word. And the only way you are going to come out of fear for that word is, guess what? You're going to have to replace that fear-based with faith-based. If you don't know the word of God, you will remain in fear. But if you know the word of God, the word of God will bring you through. And let me tell you, you're not just talking to some, I'm not just talking like, I heard that. I saw that on TV. You know, I heard it. You know, this is what I walked myself. I remember there was a time I was so fearful, y'all. 
I would be upstairs in my room and I would keep the door closed and frightened of what's going on downstairs. And when I get downstairs and I'm downstairs, frightful of what's going on upstairs. To go to the bathroom, it was almost intimidating to walk around in my own house when I was alone. Because I don't know what happened, but some way, somehow, fear crept in and fear had a hold of me. And I remember going to a all prayer night. And at the last minute, the man of God, he started praying, tell fear to get out your house, tell fear. And I was just taking my, get out my house. And I guess people was like, oh, that was her word. I did not care because I got tired of living in fear. So like, get out my house. Fear, you got to get out my house. You got to get out my house. You got to when I got home that night, I felt a little peace. The next night I went in, the, keep going. You got to get out of fear. You got to get out. Get fear out. Get fear out. Get fear. I bind the spirit of fear. Fear, get out. I came back home. It's like when rain falls and there's a fresh smell in the house, like a fresh, you know, I had that in my house because I finally was able to get fear out of my life because it had me bound. It had me in a place I couldn't. Can you imagine you want to go to your room upstairs and you're so frightful. You think something is going to follow you. And then and and then that actually did happen. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for deliverance. Y'all, let me tell you something. This is, this is why I can't serve nobody else's God. <laughs> I don't know if there's another one, but <laughs> this is why I can't serve nobody else's God. This is why I don't believe in nobody else's God. If he is not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I'm so sorry. If his son did not die, and on the third day his spirits raised him from the, from the dead, I'm so sorry, but I just can't trust that God. And I remember sitting at the foot of my bed, and fear had gripped me before we went to church. Fear had gripped me. And li- you ever deal with any kind of demonic activity in your house? You would understand this. And it's like I could actually see like that black shadow thing. It's like you could hear it coming up the stairs. And I felt it when it walked through my bedroom. And I felt he was coming towards me. And then I say, the Lord rebukes. And that's because it just shot out my window. When I tell you shot out my window, he just shot out my window. Literally fear was in my house. And that's why I felt like, so when I went to church, honey, I had to get that bad boy out where he don't come back no more, no more, no more. And I'm telling you, some of you want to go back to school. Are you afraid? I've been gone so long. I don't know. I don't know if I can get on that computer. It's fear-based. Some of you have been divorced. I don't think I could ever trust a man again because you got with one man. And he was a dog, so now every brother is a dog. You got with one woman, and she broke your heart. Now every woman is a no good woman. And we have this fear, and we build up walls to protect ourselves, or so we think. But the devil is a liar. He's a deceiver in what we're doing. We're alienating ourselves, and we're missing out on life. We're missing out on good things that God has for us. So we cannot live in fear. Again, Job said the thing he feared most. Let me ask you this. What is it that you're so fearful about? What is it that you're so fearful about? Because whatever you are so fearful about is going to come. 
You're going to cause that stuff to manifest in your life. If you are afraid you're going to be alone forever, guess what? You're going to walk around with that spirit of aloneness forever just on you. If you're afraid you're never going to lose weight, guess what? Before you go to bed tonight, you're going to eat a tub of Rocky Road. If you're afraid you're going to fail, you're going to fail. If you're afraid to start the business because somebody else started it and you saw where they went wrong and their business didn't flourish, and now you're thinking, if they were smarter than you, theirs didn't work out, what about me? What about Forget fear. You have got to let fear go. Anybody who's done anything great, they'll tell you they encountered fear. But they have two choices. Either let fear overpower them or they overpower fear. Either they let fear walk over them or they walk over fear. All these breakthroughs in our world. You think everybody, you think Edison just went, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and do this light bulb thing. And, and never was like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what's going to happen. And, and, and all of a sudden, oh, wow, there was no fear. Of course, when Mom Bell created the telephone, you think there was not fear when the Lord told Noah, hey, I want you to build an ark. Why, Lord? Because it's going to rain. Rain? Ha! Rain, you said, Lord? Yes. What, 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 what is rain, Lord? What is rain? We've ne- it, it, it's never rained. And Noah, an old man, building an ark, people passing by. Yo, Noah, when it's going to rain? Do you know? Yo, Noah, it rained yet? Yo, Noah, when am I going to need this umbrella? And Noah kept on going, kept on going, because the devil will always send people to block you, and the blockage they're going to use is fear. The devil is always going to send somebody to keep you in a place of stagnation, and the way they're going to do it is with fear. That's the devil's best weapon, because again, fear will paralyze you. It will keep you in a place of stagnation. Fear will do any and all thing he can to, to you know what I'm saying, to, to scare you, to keep you in a place where you don't move. And as long as we stay there, we're not going to come to who God calls us to be. Some of you got great ideas. Some of you have great business potential. Some of you are you you just a, a, a best-selling author waiting to happen, and you're not starting that book. You're not doing anything because, oh, but such and such wrote that book, and, oh, my God, she, she only sell like 20, and, oh, my God, I don't want to talk about my business, and I don't want to put my business out there because I'm such a private person. Shit up. Don't you know somebody need to hear that testimony? When I first started speaking of abuse, you know how intimidating that was? Oh, my God, everybody's going to know me in a way. Ooh, I don't want people to know me like that because, you know what, I'm just not that type of person. People are going to see me. Now they're going to look at me and laugh at me. And, and everything the devil told me was a lie, was a lie. I have women reaching out to me from around the world. I have people reaching out to me from around. I was so shocked when I saw somebody what is from Tel Aviv, Israel. Shocked. Iraq, Afghanistan, the Philippines. People all over the world. God caused them to find me 
and they listen and they read my post and they some of them don't even like because they tell me, well, I can't do anything because, you know, my boyfriend has my password or whatever, so they can't really do anything, but they'll slide me an inbox quickly and delete it because they don't want who they're with to to know what what's going on. But they'll tell me, you are such an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you for talking out. Thank you for speaking out. Somebody just sent me a message earlier yesterday. Thank you so much for sharing your, your story. It encourages. It helps people. It makes us feel as though we're not always going to be victims. We're not always going to be at the bottom of the barrel because domestic violence is ugly. It's ugly. And just like the devil uses fear to keep us in that place, guess what these abusers do? Fear. A narcissist loves to pull the fear card because once they got you in fear, they can control you, and it's so much more easy to manipulate you to do what they want you to do, to go, to act, to pretend like like they want you to. Like I tell y'all, the best (laughs) Academy Award winner for acting is a domestic violence person. Because, baby, we know how to act. We know how to lie. And I know people don't like that word. We know how to lie, especially in the church. We know how to lie. We know how to say, oh, the man of God is so powerful. And the man of God, he goes in his closet for hours and he's seeking the Lord on the behalf of the people. And the whole time she's talking, she's rubbing her arm. Why? That bruise is hurting the whole time she's talking, she's rubbing her thigh. The whole time she's talking, she have her arm crossed around her chest because around because her ribs are sore because he don't punch her in the ribs. He don't punch her in the arm. The whole time she's talking, it's 100 degrees out there. She have a long sleeve shirt on to cover the bruises. Fear. We know how to lie because we know if you make anybody know the truth about what goes on in this house what i gave you yesterday is going to be double today if you ever open your mouth and say anything to your mama you best believe that's going to be the last time you see your mama your kids i will keep your kids from you and anything they can do with fear to control you that's what they will do and that's what the devil uses and I'm saying to you, the absence of faith is fear. And I'm saying to you, if you are in a place, in a relationship, where they're threatening you, if you don't do this, that's what's going to happen. If you don't go here, that's what's going to happen. If you don't act like I tell you to act, this is what's going to happen. Let me tell you something. If you are not married, you have nothing holding you there. And I get some women that say, but Diane, um, I have kids. Okay, you know what's going to happen? These kids continuing to see you beating on their mama or some of these women you beating on their dad. Guess what's going to happen? They soaking up all that. And next thing you know, they get older, they get in a a relationship, and they're going to be doing the same thing to somebody's kid. And they're going to run up on the wrong person. They're going to run up on the wrong daughter who has that one cousin, Tyrone, that's just waiting just waiting for an opportunity to use his brand new weapon and that's going to be it for your child. So don't think that 
it's it's it, it, it's not a big deal because it is. Get out. Get your kids out. It's not worth it. I understand. I am, but my kids need a father. Yeah, they need a father, not an abuser. They need a father, not someone that teaches them how to disrespect women. They need a father, but they don't need somebody who's coming home smacking you around. They need a father, but they don't want to see or continue hearing mama calling daddy punks and sisters and weenies. They don't need that because they're not going to respect men and they're not going to respect women. And I hate to say it, and you're surprised why so many of our kids are gay. You're surprised. Because they'll say, I have a friend that has, has a nephew. And that's his thing, man. I, he can't deal. His grandmother is so aggressive. So aggressive. That woman is the epitome of Jezebel. And what? That boy left that life that he knew of a natural life. And what now? Because what? Another man has never abused them. Another man has never been so strong with them. So they live the natural nature of the woman for a man, like the Bible says. If you don't think that the fear that you have is messing up your life and is messing up the life of your children because you're afraid for them to grow up without a father, you should be more afraid for them to grow up with an abusive father. You should be more afraid for them to grow up with an abusive mother. You should be more afraid that they're in a house and all they hear uh, when when it comes to describing a woman is the B word or a whore or this or that or hood rat. You would be surprised. Some of these women who just I don't I I have no respect, y'all. None, none. Because I'm I'm a mother. I have two sons and a daughter. I have one grandson and three granddaughters. And I said it before, and I will say it again. I have no problem wearing an orange jumpsuit for the rest of my life because I know what abuse does to you. I know what sexual abuse does to a young person. I know how it breaks their self-esteem. I know how it makes them doubt themselves. I know how ugly you feel when you have been sexually abused. I know how ugly you feel when you look in the mirror, when you put your clothes on, when you get in the shower. I know how ugly and how nasty and disgusting you feel. And then for somebody to take advantage of my grandbaby, oh, thou shalt not kill is what the Lord said. But I'm telling you right now, I just might break that commandment because, again, I know how it feels. I know how it feels to lay in your bed to be afraid. I know how it feels to go into the bathroom because, you know, the minute you get in that shower, all of a sudden they need to use the restroom. And they will sit on that toilet until it's time for you to get out of that tub or they will wait right when they hear that shower goes off and all of a sudden they need to use. I know the tricks that they use. I know it when they put you to sit on your lap. Other people might not think nothing about it, but there's no reason why a grown man should have a young child sitting on his crotch. 
and so many parents. Oh, it's nothing. It's Uncle Joe. It's Uncle Tom Tom. And no, no, that's her favorite uncle. That's why she's always, no, you're blinded and you're a fool. Your baby, pay attention. But fear will say no. You know why? Because Uncle Tom Tom and Uncle Joe, when we need help, those are the ones that are more willing to come and help us. And we're thinking Uncle Tom Tom and Uncle Jojo is doing that for us, but they're doing that to get closer to your kids. Do not let fear keep you again in a place that's detrimental to your health and the well-being of your children. Do not let fear make you do anything that you do not want to do. You did not have plans. If they call you a punk, fine. Be a punk, but refuse to go out there and sleep with everybody. If they call you a Mother Mary, fine. You wear your clothes down to your knees, to your ankle if you want to, so you are covered. You do what you do to make you happy. And fear will never allow you to be happy. Because every time you do something, you'll be waiting for the other shoe to drop. So you live in a perpetual state, again, of what if. What if? Should I? Should I not? Did I? Did I? Everything, y'all, is fear. Don't let fear control your life. Fear not, the Bible tells us, Jesus tells us. Fear not. He said, for I am with you always when? Even unto the end of the ages. He promised that he would never, ever leave us nor forsake us. So we don't have to be fearful. He is there. We don't need a gun. I mean, now, now, please don't take my shit. I ain't got my, everybody give up their, no, I'm not saying. You have your, your stuff. You hold on to your stuff. But I'm telling you, there are some things a, a weapon cannot do that God can do. <laughs> there are some places a bullet cannot reach. But the hand of God can. There are certain people that you have no strength up to or against. But can I tell you, God can knock them down, not just to their knees, but on their behind. Don't fear. If you're alone, you don't have to be alone. If you're in a relationship and you think this is the best, no, honey, it's the worst. The best would have you smiling. The best would tell you you're beautiful. The best would tell you you can do anything. The best would tell you you're amazing. The best would tell you when you cook, that's the best meal they ever had. That's the best. That's the best. The, the worst is telling you you ain't nothing. The worst is telling you if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have nothing. Feel bad day in and day out. You don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. I don't know why I need to say that again, but you don't need that. Ask God to teach you how to love yourself. Ask God to teach you how to get you out of fear. Ask God to teach you to talk, to, to, to teach you his voice so you can hear his voice. So when it comes to you making decisions, you're not making decisions out of fear. He told us in Proverbs 3 to acknowledge him in all of our ways, and he will direct our path. So if he's directing our path, you are always on the right path. Always on the right path. He's not going to lead you wrong. He's not going to mistreat you. He's not going to cause you to lose out on anything. But the devil will tell you, girl, if you don't, 
you're going to miss out. If you don't take it now because you know that other girl, she like him. If you know that, that, that right there, if you don't get it, that's it. It's a lie. It's a trap. It's a trap. If some other girl can easily snatch him, he was not yours to begin with. If another woman can easily snatch him, he was not. She was not yours to believe to 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 begin with. I'm sorry. Fear, and I'm just telling you, it just bothered me so much. I have to call Brother Chris and talk to Brother Chris because I don't do fear. And people who I have respect for, and you know what I'm saying, I don't want to come at them in a wrong way. You know what I'm saying? I'm an adult. I like I said, I have grandchildren. But growing up on the island, one thing the adult taught us, when when someone who's older than you talks to you, you know, you listen. You know what I'm saying? But you 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 respect them and you don't you don't wanna say anything disrespectful because that has been embedded in you and some people take advantage of that. So I was just like, do not try to, to, to frighten me because I'm seeing this words before my eyes and you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing and all I'm hearing is death. 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 Because somebody your age didn't and somebody your age did and they died. It's death. It's death. And that's all I'm seeing. You know, I heard of a bishop who did and I heard of a bishop and a pastor and, and the doctor said and I'm like, Stop. You don't stop. Because if you keep listening to stuff like that, I'm telling you, it will bring you back into a place of fear. I don't watch the news. And for you to insult me, insult me and tell me I must be a, I, I watch Fox News. I don't even watch the news. I don't want, and that's how you know that's the spirit of Jezebel, intimidation, Fear, you want to control my house and your house too? That's very rude. That's what we call on the island of sin. It's an indiscreet. You, you don't you don't have the right to do that to my house. No, you know what I'm saying? And and if we don't pay attention, y'all, we will fall for the okie doke because we live right now. We live today, especially in our world today. 2019, people were just living La Vida Loca. March of 2020 hit, the biggest and the baddest was walking around, covered up with booties on their hands and everything like a newborn baby. Why? Fear. Fear. Not telling you go out there and just live any kind of reckless life. Not telling you go out there. You know, God give us common sense. We use it. But at the same time, there's a spirit of fear that people will try to make you Choose between the word of God for your life and their control over your life. Don't give it to them. Don't give it to them. If what people are saying to you is not resonating with what God has spoken to you, you have nothing to prove to anybody. You don't have to obey them. And some some religious folks say, well, you know, you got to obey the law of the land. And you got to obey your pastor, and you got to obey the government, and you got to obey this, and you got to obey. Let me tell you something. When Peter, was it Peter and Paul, I mean Peter and James, when they got arrested for preaching the gospel, what did Peter say to them? Look here, man. I don't know whether to believe you guys, I mean whether to obey you, you know, or the word, uh, oh, to, to, how did Peter say, Lord? Peter said, look. 
I must basically, I must rather obey God over y'all. Why? Because Jesus tells us they can only destroy the body, but feed him that can destroy both the body and the soul in hell's fire. Don't fear them folks that tell you, I can. I can. Oh, you want to get that house? I can. Or, or, or I cannot. Don't fear. Don't fear. And fear is running rampant. Don't fear. And I'm telling you guys, even as I speak, I, I, I already know I have to now keep covering my mind. Lord, cover my mind. So fear don't try to infiltrate because all it takes is one messenger of the devil to get in your head. And Satan will try to work through because remember what they say, if you give him a crack, honey, he coming in. And don't give him, like what I remember they used to say back in the days, don't give him a ride. Because if you give him a ride, next thing you know, he'll be driving your car. And that's true. That's true. Don't give him no way in. Shut him down by all means. This is your life. You do what's best for you. Don't let people tell you you've been you've been single so long when you get married. You don't want to get married. You don't have to get married. Paul didn't get married. You don't have to get married. And then when Peter was married and Peter asked the Lord, yo, what are we going to do about this marriage thing? <laughs> Amen. So Peter, Peter was like, I've been married this long. So, so what's up? And Paul said, I ain't getting married. It's up to you. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. Nothing to nobody. You want to live in a house, your choice. You want to live in a condo, your it's better for you to have a condo. Man, as a man, it's better for you. You have the lawn to cut and everything. It's not their life. It's not their life. It's your life. Do not let fear take over your life. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care what they say, what the outcome can be, what was, what wasn't, what could be, when it's going to happen. Don't fear. Don't fear. Don't fear. This is my message to you guys today. Do not fear. God loves you. He loves me. He will always protect his children. He will keep us He will from the evil one. But you have got to make sure you know, and you have got to say to yourself, I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. I think I was watching SpongeBob. And SpongeBob, because y'all know, because <laughs> y'all know SpongeBob be trying to get his driver's license forever, and he still had not gotten his driver's license. And what did uh, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Puff tell him to do? You have nothing to fear but fear itself. You have nothing to fear but fear itself. You don't like fear. You don't deal with fear. Fear is fear. It's always going to be fear. But you don't have to fear fear. Fear is fear. Fear will remain where fear is but you don't have to allow fear to come in and control and take over your life, especially if you believe in Christ Jesus. We as children of God, fear should be afraid of us. Fear should be fearful to come nigh our dwelling. Amen. Remember what he tells us. He will give the angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. Amen. So again, I say to you, do not fear. Amen. Second Timothy one seven. 
Let that be your comforting scripture for the night. That was my message for you today. Do not fear. And I want to say thank you to Pastor Chris, amen, for for helping me with that situation. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So I say to you, if you are listening to this message, if you are listening to me for the first time and you've never given your life to Jesus, if you were saying, I would like to know that Jesus that will take me out of fear, that Jesus that will encourage me, that Jesus that will never leave me, I would like for you to pray with me, and the Lord will do it right here and right now. You don't have to, to, to do anything, no rituals. You don't have to change your clothes right there in your car, right there sitting at the foot of your bed, at your kitchen table, right there. You can just say after me, Lord Jesus, I come to you thanking you because you are the way to salvation. Father God, I thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross, to shed his blood on that cross for me. Father, I come and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. The blood of Jesus that was shed, wash me in it. Today, God, I give you my life. I renounce the world as of today, and I am looking unto you, God, as my Lord and my Savior. Remove my name out of the book of death and write my name into the book of life. I believe by faith right now I am saved, and heaven is my home. If you prayed that prayer, I want to say welcome into the kingdom of the Almighty God. I want to say to you, get your Bible Begin to read your Bible. Ask the Lord to send you to a Bible-based church that preaches the gospel, not fear. Amen. That teaches you the kingdom of God, how to live a holy life, pleasing unto the Lord. So if you pray that prayer again, welcome and congratulations. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. So as of right now, you are a new creature. Everything you did is gone. Bye-bye. It does not exist anymore. The Lord just started you on a brand-new day. So make today your new birthday. You're brand-new, fresh and clean by the power of the blood of Jesus. Uh, Again, you guys, I want to say to you, if you have not purchased my new book, please go to lubrantbooks.com. You can purchase it there and... uh, other books that I have written. Also, I want to put in your ears that we are, what, halfway through uh, August. September is going to fly by. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I am going to try my best, very, very best uh, for the month of October to have special guests like we did last year, asking uh, that the show be not one but two hours long because I want victims to know that you can come out and I want victims to know that you can live a beautiful life after domestic violence. So I want to say to Pastor Chris, Sister Shanice, thank you so much, Father. Bless your people. Father, as we leave this place, oh God, we pray that you keep us and you cover us. The ones, Father, who just accepted you, Father, we pray that you you comfort them. Begin, oh God, to reveal yourself to them, we pray, in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, family, thank you, and we'll be here same time, 
next week, same place, right here at TPV Radio Network, if that's where you're listening to us. I want to thank you. Good night, everybody. Walk with me, family. Let's go. And you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. TPV Radio, Central Texas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.